And we are on. You are listening to the Game Time with Greg podcast. I am your host, Greg Jansen. I try to do these once a week, but lately I've been busy. Last week, if you're unaware, the state where I live had a derecho storm. Uh, Winds topped at my place at 106 miles per hour last Monday. And the highest in the state was 112 miles per hour. So, from Monday on, it's been a cleanup. It's 94 big loads to warm up and pick up. Luckily, the weather wasn't too terrible for it. Just a lot of trees, limbs, and branches down. There's a lot of people worse in worse situations still without power. Driving down this neighborhood, you can see a lot of trees, big trees down. A lot of people are in a sketchy Situation that they don't never thought they'd be in. So that's quite something. So keep those people in your thoughts and prayers. So I'm being personal with you again. So that's what's going on here. Today's podcast, as you heard, the theme of the podcast is say something. And each time. I do a song choice for the pod for the intro. It's a song choice that's themed around the episode. So say something today. I'm going to say several things. And all those things I think are pretty vital to mention. So we'll start that right now after since the personal episode's over. The NBA bubble, the playoffs have begun. And right out of the chute, you know what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about Monday night, Mavericks Clippers. I know I'm a Mavericks fan, I know I'm a Mavericks homer, but let me just talk about this for a bit because I need to get this off my chest. So, last night, Kristaps Porzingis, Luka Doncic, and a host of others played their first playoff game Ever. Luka Doncic had 42 points in his playoff debut. Most points in history for a playoff debut. But Kristaps Porzingis also had his debut. Kristaps Porzingis, if you don't know, he's 7'3". He's center, and he's called a unicorn. He can shoot threes. He can drive to the basket with ease and dunk the ball with authority. He does things we don't see 7'3 guys do with the basketball. And Kristaps Porzingis had his playoff debut last night, and he was called for a foul on what looked like a clear block, and I thought it was, and he swatted air, punched fist in the air, Paul George did the same thing, and he got a technical for it. Now, I guess I understand it, but that was all ball. And that's just something that is ridiculous to me. He just had his way of doing things, and that was one technical. Two technicals, and you're gone. So, Christoph Porzingis picked up his second technical and was ejected. And this one was just a joke of a technical, in my opinion. And I know Porzingis said after the game that he has to keep his emotions better in check, but this is what happened. So Luka Doncic, who's the star of the Dallas Mavericks, he's 21 years old, was pushed and shoved by Mr. Morris. And Porzingis saw this, 
And he got into the face of Morris and told him, hey, not, not to do that to star player. And I'm sure the Mavericks as a team is, thought that was a great stand by him, standing up for his star player, standing up for his teammate. I thought that was really, really cool to see. And that led to Mr. Porzingis. They were reviewing who got the technical, so they gave Morris and Porzingis in the technical, and they ejected him from the game. He didn't even do anything. If you do a still frame of what happened, you can see Morris put his hands on the neck of Porzingis. How is that fair? I mean, I don't think the NBA is rigged. I mean, 2006 playoffs for the Mavericks, that was a bad memory, but for real, there's a lot of people that think the NBA is rigged they think all sports are rigged. They think the NBA is rigged. It's arguments like this. Because the Mavericks were up when this happened. And the Mavericks didn't beat the Clippers during the regular season. But the Mavericks were playing great ball. They came back from an early deficit in the game. By, I think, 16 points. And you see there, the Mavericks were up 6. 6 or 7 when this happened. Something like that. And Porzingis, your number two scorer on the team, gets tossed in his first playoff game for that. Now, come on. I can understand if a ref goes, hey, you're going to need to keep your emotions in check. I know it's your first playoff game. Why not do that? Instead, they ejected him. That, to me, was ridiculous. How can you eject a guy for that? I mean... Shout out Eric Postman if you're listening to my podcast. I Eric Postman, I, I went on your Twitter page, Eric. And Eric, if you're listening to this, I wanted to see when was the last time you actually tweeted something. You haven't tweeted anything since March. So that's when you know it's bad. When you have you, I had also someone else, my friend Joe Schwartz, tweet tweet me about how bad the officiating was for that for those two bogus technicals and to get an ejection. Thank you, gentlemen, for reaching out for me and backing me up because I don't get as much backup as I used to. I mean, my dad backs me up on these sports things. I don't have other people that back me quite as much. Thanks, friends, for always backing me up. Shout out to all my friends listening across the globe that back, have backed me up over the years. That includes the upperclassmen, the ones that were class below me, the class in, in with me, whoever you are, shout out to you. I just can't believe... That's where to trigger an ejection. And here's the thing. It was a great game up to that point. Back and forth, two teams had double-digit leads back and forth. Trading threes, trading buckets, star players being like star players. Luka overcoming so many turnovers. Granted, he had 11 turnovers. I mean, he, tough first, first NBA playoff game, but he's been in the big stage before. This won't frazzle him. But for real... How do you call that? I mean, the Mavericks are already without two big guys and Dwight Howard and Willie Cauley-Stein. They only had two bigs left because of it because Korzingis got ejected and that is Boban Marjanovic, who has a limited role, and Maxi Kleba. So, referees changing the game at the drop of a hat like that, that's just ridiculous. You can have that happen. You, you just can't. Okay? So, 
Things like that just agitate me to no end. Another thing that caught my attention is last night the San Diego Padres played the Texas Rangers. Monday night, for those listening, wondering what night it is. So we'll say it was Monday night. So Monday night, let me just say this. The first Cardinal game I ever went to, I saw Fernando Tatis hit a home run. It was the year that uh, he hit two grand slams in the same inning. It was a not a few months prior after that happened. Fernando Tatis was one of my favorites. Not going to lie there. So when I heard the White Sox years ago signed his son, I was like, ooh, okay, that's going to be interesting. His dad, his dad was a fun player. I'm sure his son's somewhat good. And of course, Fernando Tatis Jr. To me, is one of the best young players baseball has had in a long time. That you can get behind. I mean, he has a gun of an arm at short. And he can hit the ball long ways. And you feed off his energy. And MLB has the had the praise going, let the kids play. Let the kids play. So, Fernando Tatis Jr. already had a, had a homer and three RBIs. And it was a 10-3 lead. And Fernando Tatis Jr. did what his dad did real well. Hit a second home run, a grand slam on a 3-0 count. To put his team up 14-3. Now... There should be nothing wrong with that. Yet, Texas threw behind Manny Machado, the next batter. The referee... No, the referees, I'm sorry. That's just horrible on my part. The, te- the umpires... The umpires met and conferred to see whether there should be a warning or ejection. They did neither. And then after the game, Chris Woodward was asked about the Grand Slam, and he said he didn't like the swing, and added that the unwritten baseballs are constantly being changed in today's game. If you don't like what a guy is doing when he hits a home run, just throw him a high fastball. Just walk him. with Make it 11-3. You never stop playing when it's a baseball game. The, the Padres blew a seven-run lead last year. They blew a 10-run lead a few years before. You never stop playing. The old phrase, stomp on their throat, applies in this situation. You you let the kids play, and that's what the kid did. He hit his second home run, and he had seven RBI for the game. You don't like it? Stop him. You gave him nothing to hit on the first three pitches. Why not do it one more pitch? A walk is worse than this... Better than giving up a grand slam. The kid did nothing wrong. And you guys are overreacting to it. I mean, even his own manager was mad about it. I mean, come on. And then, I mean, here's a thought. Maybe you don't give up 14 runs and half the RBI to a kid that just came old enough to buy an adult beverage. I mean, here's the exact quote. 
I don't like it personally on the Grand Slam. You're up seven in the eighth inning. It's typically not a good time 3-0. It's kind of the way we were all raised in the game, but the norms are being challenged. Come on. I mean, his manager didn't like it either. His manager's from the Texas Rangers organization, so it makes me think that he's almost sticking up for his old buddies. It's just ridiculous. I mean, he should not have to apologize... And this is what Fernando had to say after the game. I've been in this game since I was a kid. I know a lot of unwritten rules. I was kind of lost on this. Those experiences you have to learn. Probably next time I'll take a pitch. Like, do you expect him just to hit a ground ball to third in the inning that way? I mean, come on. Come on. It's just ridiculous. This is why baseball is behind with, with other sports. Because of crap like this. I mean, I'll always watch my team. Even I've watched. I remember watching the game when the Cardinals were down like fifteen to one. I still watch that game. I'll watch whenever my team's down by so far. I mean, I hate week one the Dolphins. I watched them. They were down. They lost fifty nine to ten, and I watched. I still watched every snap. You're with your team, good or bad, and you deal with it. It. I mean, he shouldn't have to apologize. For this. This is why, unfortunately, baseball is behind. And I hate seeing baseball fall further behind. And this is going to make it fall further behind. I just want to give a shout out, though, to Mr. October. At Mr. October. One Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson, by the way, is one of my favorite baseball legends ever. I can't tell you where that began. But he's always been one of my favorites. He tweeted out today, on Tuesday morning... Fernando Tatis, keep playing hard and playing great. It's a pleasure to watch you play. Love your success and the Padres rise to be a winner. Keep leading the way. It ain't easy to hit home runs. Keep bringing energy you have to the game. We need players like you, an all-star. Well said, Mr. October. Now, we had in baseball yesterday, both Seeger brothers face each other for the first time. And both hit home runs. And you can see them rounding the bases. Uh, see the smirks on the brothers, Corey and Kyle Seager, the Mariners and Dodgers, respectively, through that situation. That was so cool. We had multiple players with two home run games. We had a doubleheader of the Cardinals and Cubs on Monday. And both teams stole one and both played great seven-inning doubleheaders. I never thought I'd say that, but they were great seven-inning doubleheaders, not going to lie. But we had multiple players with multiple home run games, and all we're talking about is a guy that should not have taken a swing on a 3-0 pitch and hit a grand slam. That is part of the problem of what's going on right now with baseball. And that is ridiculous. That is something ridiculous. These guys... We, fans, even though there's no fans allowed in games right now, fans pay their hard-earned money to see their favorite players do things. Who knows? Maybe if the series was in Texas, you'd see a bunch of Fernando Tatis Jr. fans. And they'd see the throw of a lifetime and said, I saw my guy hit two home runs and seven RBI the first time I ever saw my star player play. I mean, come on. Chris Woodward, you, you're embarrassing yourself with this. Texas, you're embarrassing yourself. There's a lot of people embarrassing themselves in this situation. And you know what? 
it's tiring. It's very tiring. Football training camp has started for teams. Teams are finally in pads. Let's see how that goes. There's been severe injuries already, and that's what is expected to happen when you have training camp. Hopefully we have a season. I mean, this stuff going on in the Big Ten and other conferences is crazy. I mean, I think we'll have an NFL season, but I'm not holding my breath. So, there's a lot going It's nice to have sports going on. It's nice to have the playoffs go on throughout the day. The bubble has been a big success for the NBA. The NBA and the UFC have done a great job putting on endless entertainment since this has happened. MLB, you can hear all the hot mics. You can hear all the curse words. You can hear the players get mad after they get jammed. You, you can hear the grunts from the pitching mound more clear than you could before. I mean, you can hear Zach Greinke clear his day the other day say, second pitch after two, and tell the Giants what he was throwing. I enjoy Zach Greinke a lot, guys. He's a hoot. But these... The thing is, when you... We should not let people not be themselves. You... You can't be that way. Like, these guys are giving us all the entertainment that they can give us during a pandemic. All these guys and ladies in sports. We should be thankful that we're even having this stuff going on. And there's a lot going on in the world right now. Some good, some bad. Sometimes you only hear the bad stuff. Sometimes you only hear the good stuff. It's It just blows my mind that... I mean, I'm not saying the Mavericks got screwed in their game, but that just really made me mad at how they took a kid out of his first ever playoff game. I mean, 25 years old, he's not a kid. I mean, he's only a few years older than me. But you can't take a guy out of his first playoff game like that. And you can't take out the joy of an athlete after they hit their first Curry Grand Slam like that. It's... Everyone thinks the NBA is perfect, but every sport has their holes. Some of them hide it better than others. And last night, the NBA, on Monday night, the NBA showed their hole big time. And the MLB showed their hole big time. Football has not shown its hole yet because they haven't had anything go on. Hockey has not had many holes with the bubble with theirs going on. They, that's been a success. But... As a friend of mine tweeted, they should not have the reigning Stanley Cup champions playing a game at 9.30 Central Time. That is a little questionable. Thank you for listening to the Game Time with Greg podcast. It was a pleasure being on with you all again. Like I said, I'm going to try to do these once a week at least, but things, a lot of stuff has gone on the last few weeks that I can't ignore. 
busy schedule, personal stuff, and then the derecho storm we talked about in the beginning. I will see you next time, and for now, I am out.